Welcome to Always Abounding. This podcast will encourage you as a believer to continue on and always abound in the work of the Lord. Now your host, Keith Stensis. Welcome once again to our podcast, Always Abounding. This is your host, Brother Keith Stensis, here in the country of Uganda, East Africa. And what a blessing it is to be back here with you again today. And uh, looking forward to an unusual program. And uh, I believe that uh, the program today is going to be a help and a blessing to you. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And uh, truly, 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 your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And so the question that I always ask is, what are you doing for the Lord. And uh, it is not in vain. It is not something that is uh, taken lightly by our Lord. And uh, I just thank the Lord so much that I have the opportunity to serve him here in the country of Uganda. Now, uh, you might uh, think that the sound is a little bit different today, and uh, it is. I am not in my office as I normally, uh, where I normally do our podcast. We are out in the field and I've brought our VMAM team, our Village Mentorship and Assistance Ministry team out, and uh, we are in the village or the trading center of Embedizi. And uh, we are here uh, at uh, Embedizi Independent Baptist Church with uh, Pastor Sibanja Henry. And uh, so we're going to be talking to him in just a little bit and uh, kind of interviewing him and seeing what God is doing here in Embedizi. Uh, Brother S- Pastor Sibanja has uh, been in our ministry for many, many years. And uh, so I'm excited about hearing what he has for us today. And uh, so what Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I know that there are literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts that are out there uh, that you could listen to if you wanted to, and uh, you're making a choice to listen to this podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I do want to uh, thank all of you that support this ministry, that support this podcast and help this podcast to stay on the air. That is such a blessing. We really, really appreciate that. And all your prayers and support for our ministry here in Uganda. What a blessing it is. Well, I want to introduce all of those that uh, are going to be on this podcast today, and uh, we'll just do a brief introduction, and uh, then we will get into the interview and uh, give you an opportunity to meet one of our national pastors, a dear friend of mine, and uh, I really, really appreciate what he is doing for the Lord here. Now, Pastor Sibanja, uh, he is learning uh, English like I am learning Luganda, and so uh, it is a slow-by-slow process, and so we're going to do like we've done before in previous podcasts. We're just going to use a translator so that we make sure that uh, everything is understood properly, and uh, so that's worked very well before, and uh, so we will do that again. And uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with our translator, Brother Chiza Joven, uh, Brother Chiza Joven, how are you today, brother? 
Yeah, brother, I'm doing good. How are you, sir? Amen. Brother Chiza is uh, part of our V-Man ministry, and his main responsibility is uh, translating for me. Uh, his uh, translation and my uh, English, we just seem to fit really well together and uh, does a good job translating for me. So all the teaching that we do up in Calido and uh, whenever we go to different churches and things, he translates uh, for me and uh, does a great job with that. And uh, then uh, next to him, we have uh, Brother Wambale Robert. Brother Robert, how are you today? I'm good, Pastor. How are you? Amen. Doing great. Uh, Brother Robert, is uh, he's responsible for keeping our ministry organized. Uh, he makes all the phone calls and keeps the records and handles the financial parts of our uh, ministry and uh, does a, a great, great job with that. And uh, you'll be talking to him here in just a little bit as well. And uh, then our newest member to our ministry uh, is uh, Brother Charles Dungu. Brother Charles, how are you today? I'm okay, Pastor. How are and, you? Uh, Brother Charles has uh, joined our ministry and is helping us in the area of uh, discipleship, uh, discipleship accountability, and uh, really helping to get out into the churches and uh, finding out exactly what are they doing as far as their discipleship ministries are concerned, and uh, trying to develop a culture of discipleship, a culture of soul winning, and uh, just trying to make sure that uh, our ministries are fulfilling the great commission uh, as they are supposed to. And uh, so that is our team. And like I said here in a little bit, we'll talk a little bit more with them. Uh, but I appreciate these three men and uh, they do so much to help me be able to do this ministry and accomplish this ministry. And uh, I could not do it without them. And uh, then lastly, and this is the man that I want you to meet today, uh, is Pastor Henry Sibanja. And uh, Pastor Henry Sabanja, thank you so much for being willing to be a part of this. And uh, we have uh, invaded his home. And uh, I've uh, got, uh, we have our ministry truck out there that has batteries. And so I've run the extension cords out to the truck and brought the equipment in uh, to his home here. And uh, he is allowing us to be able to conduct this interview here. And uh, so, Pastor Sabanja, why don't you uh, just briefly uh, just greet our listeners, uh, let us know uh, who you are, your, tell us a little bit about your family, how long you've been here in Embedizi, just give us kind of a brief overview of your life personally. <laughs> Ah, we were Thank you so much, Pastor. I thank God for this opportunity. As you called me, I'm Pastor Sebanja Henry. And I thank God that I got saved in 2003. And in April uh, the 4th. From, from, the, from, from, from since I thank God for what he has done in my life. I was an Anglican uh, by the region. Mm. So through uh, Word of Life Radio, I was able to get the Word of God. Mm. So I received Christ as the Lord and Savior Amen. from then. So after I, I, I joined the church, church, that is Masaka Independent Baptist Church. 
Mguli ya mchalo wangenjiri ni mchalo wangena sebeza kristu na lukoka. After I pee your two months, I was able to uh, witness to my wife and also she got saved. So by then I had uh, four children. Mm. So I thank God as for now I have eight children. Na ye so I thank God for the church of Masaka because it, it gave me a, a good teachers who really did, did a good great work in my life. Through the word of God. Amen. So I thank God that, God that I was able to give, be given opportunities to serve in the local church. So through winning outside. Also I was involved in uh, prison ministry preaching. So uh, God touched on my heart. Uh, about the city of Mbirizi to come here. Uh, many people were like me, uh, they had never heard of the word of God, they have never received it before. And what they were deserving, deserving is that to die and go to heaven, to, to the hell. Mm-hmm. So I asked God to give me the opportunity so that I can come in this place and evangelize. Mm. So as you see this Mbirizi, it is in the district of Rengo. And indeed people needed to uh, receive the word of God. So in July uh, 2010, I was able to come in this place and started evangelism. Amen. I preached the word. So I thank God uh, when I entered into the, uh, the month of uh, November. Bili Bili Mwenda uh, that is uh, 2009. God has really done a great job here and uh, people had already received Christ. So I didn't stop there. Uh, God touched also on my heart to uh, reach the neighboring places. Because in the in November of the same year, so we had already started this Mbiris Baptist Church. So I thank God for that. Amen. So, so now let me ask you let me ask you this question. So you got saved in uh, in Masaka through listening to Word of Life Radio. And uh, that was the radio station that we had there in Masaka. We had there for about 20 years. And after that, you served in the church there in Masaka. Then God began putting on your heart the need of evangelism. God laid on your heart the town of Imbadizi. And uh, so you came and started the church here. So you've been in Embedizi for how many years? Kati 
Navy. Uh, I'm having a lot, uh, uh, 12, 12 years. 12 years. Now, 12 years. Mm-hmm. now in, in the time that you've been here, you have... You started Embedizi Baptist Church, and it it's just it's one of my it's one of my favorite churches to come to, and and one of the reasons that that I have loved you and I've loved the church here is because your church here does not wait for someone to do everything for them. You have trained your people here in this church to to look at it as their church. This is our church. We need to trust God. We need to work hard. We need to develop ourselves. And so you've been a very, uh, you've been a very unique church in Uganda in that you're, you never come to me as a missionary and say, I need this, I need this, I need this. So my question is, how did you develop a mentality within your church where your church people see it as their church, it's not the missionary's church. Kakati ozimbi embele okubele antino okola chino nokola chiri mukanisa chakwagala ke kanisa eno ntimutandiko obuweleza mukwasaganya mimejitali jimu temulinda muntu kubaya ambako bakwati bakwatirirako ngayo omisanira naye toyina cho mukubidino ganti wanenta gachino neta gachiri neta gachino neta gachiri kugama musodo kwanga mwekola muli mune mukwasaganiza awa mukati chibuzo chakubuza Nti mwinza mutyo kubelanga gwe ozimbi endoze fana ko gwe abantu ne babelanga bajirino kutwaliza wa muntu bo ebintu babiyekwatira muno babiyekolera Ah uh, echintu echo chitandikana kwe wayo Ah uh, it starts with dedication no kubanga omanyi ebbe yeri mwe chiwafuna and uh, knowing the expense of what you got okubeli mm. mkama face Christ ah from the Lord Jesus Christ okuyaya no kutwala okubanga mkama nyine akuwa magezi okubanti osolo kubanga otambuza mugwa mkama so that yearning needs to be asking God of wisdom to so that he can do the work of God. Mm-hmm. You begin with what you have mm-hmm. God has given you. Because uh, a lot of people outside there they have a desire uh, to do the work of God mm-hmm. as much as they have got saved. So God uh, joins together with our hearts. Uh, with the motivation of serving him. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who God have joined to you in that local church of Mbilizi. So we join uh, one heart, one mind for the, uh, the, for the soul people outside there crying uh, for, for this destruction. Mm. So we're uh, mobilizing ourselves and start to finalize the little bit which, of which individual has. And so they put a date, they say in this month of this year, uh, date we shall be going in this certain place. Mm-hmm. So they fundraise among themselves uh, to the transport. Mm-hmm. Uh, the food that they will be taking when they reach there. And so they commit it into a God's uh, in prayer. And so when the time reaches, they are happy. God with them. Mm. And they go to that place. And the word of God and the word of God is preached in that place. Amen. I I Embedizi Baptist Church has been one of those it's been one of those churches where I have used as an illustration on this podcast uh, several times. Uh, you know, when I first came to Uganda, 
the mentality that I had that, you know, we thought most missionaries had was you come in, you've got money and uh, you buy land, you build buildings, you do all this kind of stuff. And it's basically that concept that if you build, they will come. And, uh, and we found out very quickly that the mentality here and the way of thinking here is when you build, you own. And so therefore, if you build it, you have to be the one to maintain it. And, uh, and I found that the first several churches, probably the first three churches that I started uh, when I came here to Uganda failed completely. And uh, one of the reasons they failed is because as a missionary, I tried to do it all without uh, teaching the people to trust the Lord, teaching the people to invest uh, their hearts and lives in the ministry. And uh, Embedeezy Baptist Church was the first church where I started practicing the principle of reciprocity. And uh, just simply saying, all right, uh, church, if you, if as a church, if you will make the bricks, uh, then I will uh, help out with the cement and the sand. Uh, if you will put up the trusses, if you'll get the trees and the, and the, the, the uh, timber for the, the roof, uh, then we will help out with the iron sheets. And so it's not that I do not want to help any, but it's that the people have skin in the game. Those people are, are, are willing to sacrifice, willing to get in. And I'll never forget, uh, it's been in my mind for such a long time, I'll never forget when we came here to Embedeezy and saw the people of the church making bricks, it wasn't just the men. It was the children involved. It was the women involved. Everybody was involved making those bricks. And uh, and I think that first time you made bricks, how, how many bricks were there that you made the first time? Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, it was uh, 14,500. Uh, uh, 14,500 bricks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, and they, they mix the, the mud and the clay uh, with their feet. They put it in molds. They set it out in the sun to dry. And uh, then they stack it up in a, uh, in a heap, uh, you know, an organized heap. But they stack it up in a, to like a makeshift kiln. And uh, then they put the firewood in the bottom and burn those bricks. And, uh, and then from those bricks... Uh, they were able to to build their church, and and I have to be honest. Of of all the churches that I have been associated with, I believe that the church here in Embedeezy is is one of the strongest churches, the strongest independent Baptist churches. And they're strong because they have a strong leader that loves the Lord. Uh, they're strong because not only is he doing the work, but his people are doing the work. They're, it's a soul-winning church. It's an active church. And uh, I, I tell you what, I cannot speak enough of the work that has been done here at uh, at Embedeezy Baptist Church. Now, Pastor Sabanja, uh, not only did you come here and start the church, and I, I remember... When you first came, you started renting a facility, and so you met in a rented building. And uh, and then after that, God gave you some property. You were able to start constructing the building. You got the building up. But then you were not satisfied with just pastoring a church. You saw a need of starting other churches in the area. And so tell us, if you would, about how God began working on your heart about not not just staying with Embedeezy Baptist Church, but 
taking your church and using your church to expand into other communities, starting other churches. So tell us how that came to be. Kakati aku omwe dengeri jorani kanisa no ajukira waliopangi sabio na nemujumwa ni mtere kuzimbe kanisa nemujiteka wakati kanisa nemirida katavadaga la amubelengo mubodi dako engeri juu soko kubela ngato matiria na umatizin akubela msumba kanisa juu watanda kana yoyoka nemu kama na ngiro kubela ngaka kutia kumutimu kubela ngosoko tanda amakanisa amalale bali bali tu nyolembere yu chaja chaja juli mugu o kubela ngaka olabanga o kuitibo kwe yongera juli mugu eh oksoka na chini na kumatizibwa at first i thought that i would be satisfied with the, uh, the ministry of church in mbirizi na yeye chata but god uh, started to lay on my heart that i should not be uh, uh, i should not stop there bwenti natandiko kubanga olwa bantu abavanga mu discussion yirwengo ngaba ngaba so the people were coming from this district of rengo they came and visit in the church ngimitinga baka abali kasera ngabagama mulete ku kigambo cha katonda mitundu byo wafe nafutureme kuzikirira tusoboku banga bantu wafe afuna kunyirira ichigambo cha katonda so those people were uh, pleading that may you please uh, extend the word of god towards us so that we also hear the word of god the message of god so I looked in my life for sure I had no uh, I had no uh, 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 like I feel like I didn't have any uh, way out I can go out in those villages but I decided to say that no I have not had that mm-hmm. But God started to lay it uh, daily on my heart so that I should continue to go at least do extra mile. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go in those places and started building So I did that from a church for my local church of Mbilisi Baptist Church which I had already started the first time. I had a well trained members of the church. Mm-hmm of whom they have been uh, trusted with knowing that they, they know how to preach the word of god outside mm-hmm. and, though, and even they could uh, respond to everybody who can ask them a question concerning mm-hmm. that so i got all the strength from the church membership and the brothers mm-hmm. and so we decided to go in those places mm-hmm. Having a unified heart. Mm-hmm. Having one motivation. Mm-hmm. And God began to work his work in those places. Mm-hmm. And that's how we are starting other churches in different places who has that kind of desire. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah so we, 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 we could stay uh, like uh, not a little bit far but we are motivated to go continue outside there because each time the desire comes and there's a willing heart to go outside and do some work mm-hmm. Uh, our desire is not like we are we, we, we are starting this ministry uh, as much as like it's too much. 
mungiri yetu sawa kuiwalika hmm. but that uh, ne, uh, but that necessity that comes along it meets us in the way where we cannot even uh, restrain it hmm. uh, seeing that we have to go outside there and neighboring places so that we can start other churches as well Olwaido bombuza nti oina oina kigende rwa chukutika makanisa mekagulira gulira lokutandika so if you ask me uh, the the goal that i have how many churches should i start or i need to start sinza kubulira muendo chibijala kutandika i can't tell you the number of the ministry that i have to start wabola obweta bwe bunjiga but the, uh, the, 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 the desire or the, the, uh, the necessity of starting is the one that meets along with my life nganyino kweyongereyo kulaba and then it pushes me outside so that I can gain start other churches from different places amen now the first church that you started out of Mbizi Baptist Church was Chizanga Independent Baptist Church and uh, Chizanga Independent Baptist Church initially had somebody donate a small piece of land and they put up a kind of a mud a uh, walled church with uh, with iron sheets on it and they begin praying about uh, God to supply them a piece of uh, property that they could expand and do a little bit more and uh, what was very interesting to me about the church in Chazanga is I did not tell Pastor Sabanja to do this I did not sit down with him and say that he had to do this but the very thing that i did with pastor sabanja in embedizi as far as hey you need to start making bricks don't wait for somebody else to do this for you you need to start getting active with it and uh, sure enough when they got that piece of property and uh, the church out there said hey we need a, we need a building and so what did pastor sabanja tell those people to do start making bricks and uh, and they started digging and mixing and making the bricks and uh, and now that church in Chazanga is uh, has their walls up and uh, they have the trusses up and uh, and that 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 is the work that they have done they have invested in that and uh, then lord willing in the next uh, month or so uh, we're going to be getting the iron sheets to be putting on that building um then uh he came in contact with a group of people in Lusana and helped start Lusana Independent Baptist Church and uh and then uh went out uh, one of the men in their church uh brother Bonnie uh Kakoza uh, was coming up in their church he got married properly and uh God laid on his heart to go to another town of Matete and uh, starting a church out there we're going to actually be preaching out there tomorrow and uh and then there's the the fourth one with brother francis but i can never remember the name of the village what what is the name of the village uh chasenya 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 and uh, that is the newest uh place where they're starting that church and and again brother francis out there i i enjoy being around brother francis he's he's a soul winner he loves to take the bible and and uh, show people about the lord but there's another thing that is special about pastor sabanja and that is this a lot of people have this idea 
that the only way you can be qualified for something is you have to go to Bible college and you have to finish four years of Bible college and, and you have to do all this. And, and don't misunderstand me. I'm not against being trained. And I think a person ought to be trained. The Bible says that a pastor should not be a novice. But one thing that I appreciate about Pastor Sibanja is he did not take the fact that because of his inability to speak very good English, he was not able to go to uh, a, a Bible college, but he did attend our Triennial Bible Institutes and uh, learned the Word of God, studied the Word of God. And I'm telling you, he is one of our best preachers, and, and, and I mean that with all my heart. And I just thank the Lord so much. Uh, for the work that he is doing here in Embedizi. Now, Pastor Sabanja, let me ask you a question. Um, you got saved in Masaka. You came, God led you to come here to Embedizi. You, you said you were not satisfied with just having the church here, but you wanted to go on and see other churches started. Now, you've got eight children. You've got a lovely wife. Kids that need to be in school. You have a lot of things in your life that keep you busy. And yet you still have a burden in your heart to do more for God. This podcast is about encouraging people to always abound. To, to not be like the average. To do, to do more for God in, in, in the last days. So I would like for you, if you could, to help us to understand what is it, Pastor Sibanja, that motivates you to always abound in the work of the Lord. So in my life, I developed a saying here. Today it's for, for today is mine, tomorrow it's for somebody. Mm. So I have to do it today. Mm. For tomorrow, somebody else. So I, th I use always the opportunity that God has given me to serve him. If he gives me tomorrow, mm. it will be another day added on to me. I thank God for that. Mm. Uh, everyone that listening to me, uh, I want you to understand this. Have a quick mind that you can do it today. Mm. And if you have not done it today, mm. tomorrow you might not be able to do it. Yes. Era since akumatira. According to the goodness of God and to salvation, I got. I can't be. Uh, uh, I can't be satisfied with one place. Mm. Whenever I sleep, I lay down. I feel within. Uh, I hear within my ears. Uh, people are crying outside, uh, and uh, like they are going to hell. Whenever I study my Bible. 
uh, from the book of Revelation chapter 21. Nenda ba abantu abagenda kubanga bagenda kubanga bagenda mugeyena. And I started about those people who are going to be going in the hell. Nenda banga mutufu. Nimbuza mkoze wochi. So I asked within myself what should what have I done on that? God is not going to come from heaven to preach the word. Mm. So he should he is going to use me or as somebody. Mm. So that these people does not perish. Mm. And that one alone. It gives me courage to uh, push on more. Mm. If each day that comes. I ask myself within what have I done for God? Mm. And then I start to do something mm. about that question. Mm. Yes. Amen. Yes, so you mentioned two things. Number one, we may not have tomorrow. Mm. And number two, souls dying and going to hell motivate you to keep going. What, what a great motivation. What a great motivation. Now let me, let me just say something about Pastor Sabanja. He he literally uh several years ago um when when how many years have you had uh your motorcycle? Miaka meka joma zengo inapichie yo. Miaka munana. 8 years. 8 years. 8 years ago we were able to help Pastor Sabanja with a motorcycle and he uses that motorcycle uh all the time just going in in his evangelism in his helping these different men out there starting churches and uh, he has he has literally run that motorcycle on the ground it's still running uh, but he was telling me last night he's been having to replace different parts of the engine and uh, it, it it is reaching its last days and and i just feel impressed to put that need out there for anyone listening uh, maybe god may lay on your heart to help this man of god uh with a new motorcycle these these motorcycles now are running about uh, about $1700 and uh they're not cheap um they're imported from India and uh but they that 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 will be a tremendous help to him to be able to continue the work of the ministry that he's doing here and uh, being able to get out in these villages and uh and so I just want to put that need out there and uh, maybe God may speak to your heart maybe you can't help with all of it but maybe you could say I could give uh, a part of this to to help out with a with a new motorcycle and be able to help him uh to be able to further the cause of Christ here in the uh area of Rowingo district here in the uh town of Embedizi uh I I assure you with all of my heart pa- Pastor Sabanja is doing the work of the Lord here and uh and you can see that in his people you can see that in his desire to see other churches started and uh, I am so I am so honored uh to be able to serve the Lord with him and uh, every time I come into his home every time I'm around his family and uh, it is it is a, it is such a blessing to to be with him and I I praise the Lord for him and so if you would uh maybe you have a prayer list uh that you're praying for uh different people different pastors different men uh then just simply put Pastor Henry Sebanja and uh, that's double s s s e b a n g or j a sebanja and uh, sebanja henry or you can just say pastor henry uh and uh just really really pray for him now what is interesting about embedizi is uh, the town here of embedizi the word embedizi means ribs 
yeah. in English. Yeah. So does does Pastor Sabanjo know the history behind that? Why would you name a town Ribs? <laughs> Is, is there a story behind yes. that? Yeah. What, what, what is the story? So in that, this place, it was like uh, they were uh, killing cattle. Because this was a farm of cattle. So those people who pass through here, there is a, a, a straight, a highway running from um, Kampala to um, Malala. Uh-huh. So the, the, the wives of uh, the wives could send their husbands uh, to go and say that go and cut where they give me the meat on the rib side. <laughs> And so, and bring it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so this area became known as Embedizi, yeah. the ribs. <laughs> and so it became known as that. Go to cut, cut, that, cut that meat next to the ribs. <laughs> amen, amen. And that's the sweetest meat? Yeah, Is that's that, the Yeah. That's great. That's great. What a blessing. Amen. Now, um, I... Uh, and I'll, I'll have Pastor Sabanja say a parting greeting or a parting uh, thing here in just a minute. But um, I do want to come back to our VMAM team. That It's not a everyday opportunity that I get them all here together in the same room uh, with uh, microphones in front of them. But uh, I'd like to just ask each of our VMAM team. Um, and, and for those of you that listen to this podcast on a regular basis, uh, you hear about this ministry all the time. I'm letting you know where we're at, what churches we've been to, and, uh, you know, the teaching that we're involved in. And, uh, and so many of you out there, you pray for the VMAM ministry. Um, you pray for us as we go out and teach and train. And uh, many of you uh, financially support uh, this ministry to be able to help this ministry go on. And, uh, and so you have an invested interest, whether you're praying or financially supporting, you have a vested interest in this. And so what I'd like to do is I would like to take each of these men one by one and just simply ask them in their mind, in their view, as they've been working with, uh, with the VMAM ministry, how do they think as they, as they've been working with me, as they've been working with the men, uh, that we've been ministering to, how do they see the importance of VMAM in this country and, and what our goals are and what we're trying to accomplish with this ministry? How do they see that helping this country? How do they see that helping our churches? And uh, so, uh, Brother Chiza, you've been doing a lot of talking right now, so I'm going to give you a break, and I'm just going to go straight to uh, Brother Bwambale Robert. And uh, Brother Bwambale Robert is a teacher by profession, and uh, he teaches uh, chemistry uh, in secondary school, uh, and he sacrifices, he literally sacrifices his time uh, to make adjustments in his teaching schedule to come out and be a part of this ministry. And uh, so, Brother Bwambale, just uh, tell us a little bit about how you see this ministry having an influence and effect on our churches and Uganda in general. Oh, thank you, Brother Keith, for this opportunity. And I thank God for this opportunity to be part of uh, VMAM team alongside my teaching job. Um, I've been in this ministry for quite uh, around five years now. 
Uh, thanks be to the Lord. Uh, this ministry is really a blessing to the people of Uganda, given that most of the people who are serving in the villages do not have the opportunity to join, uh, say, Bible colleges where they need to go out and spend four years studying uh, away from their homes. So uh, when we go out to the villages around in Masaka and uh, far east, uh, northeast in, the, in Kaliro, we realize that our visits that we take there for mentorship and um, teaching helps them to learn while at home. Uh, they have only to come to a central church uh, for one week, uh, a week in a, in a month. Uh, it gives them the opportunity to go into the detail of God's word while being at home. They don't have to be disconnected from their families. And uh, this has been of help to them. And we see them growing. We, sh- we see their churches change, uh, people changing. And uh, so... Uh, this ministry is a very, very, very big uh, blessing to the people of Uganda. Um, thanks to God for this, uh, the innovation uh, thought of by Brother Keith that uh, people need to be taught from home. Mm. And uh, they, they, are, they are benefiting a lot. And we are also seeing it in them and we are motivated to serve more and more uh, uh, in the villages at a convenient time. We don't lose our jobs like me. I teach, but at the same time, uh, I give out my most of my weekends to the ministry and I go out and teach. So mm. it is a very, very, very important ministry here in Uganda. Amen. And uh, Brother Robert, thank you so much for the work that you're doing uh, for the Lord and uh, helping me out. And again, um, this ministry and what we're trying to accomplish, uh, these men have such an integral part of it. And I just thank the Lord uh, for their sacrifice in helping us uh, in this. Um, let's go to our newest member, um, Brother Charles Dungu, and he is actually so new, uh, he's only been in our ministry for about four weeks. Uh, but uh, Brother Charles is not new to the ministry. He's been in the ministry for quite some time, and uh, and I've known him for a long time. But just recently, he has joined our uh, VMAM ministry, and I'm excited about the uh, part that he's going to play in uh, helping this ministry to, c- to continue on and uh, provide accountability for our churches. And uh, so, Brother Charles, I bring that same question to you. How do you how do you see this ministry? Uh, you've you've been around this ministry. You've been in this ministry for about four uh, weeks now. But how do you see this ministry having an impact in our churches in Uganda uh, as well as Uganda in general? Thank you so much. And uh, again, it has been a blessing uh, to be part of this ministry. And uh, the time that I've been in this ministry, again, as uh, you've mentioned, that four about four weeks. Uh, Really, it has been a blessing even to me, but uh, mostly what I have uh, observed is that uh, it brings a a, a, a close fellowship and uh, it builds a relationship with the, uh, you know, a lot of the times these men that go outside to to start these churches Mm. and uh, uh, a lot of the times there is that disconnection mm. from uh, uh, we take that independent so far that we are so independent mm-hmm. uh, from each other. Right. But uh, now this ministry has brought uh, a fellowship because we when we go like to Lokaya, 
mm-hmm. can let them know what is happening in Mbilizi. Right. And uh, when we come to Mbilizi, we let them know what is happening in Kalilo. Mm-hmm. And so the and uh, we take the uh, the uh, the time of fellowship and uh, we 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 take the time of understanding their needs and the mm. challenges they are going through and uh, you know uh, bearing each one's burdens and uh, trying to come alongside their weaknesses mm. and uh, uh, you know it's a, a good a good thing because uh, a lot of the times again when you you are outside in the field uh, you don't hear what is happening to the other right, one. Right. Out of the time, you may think as Elijah, I'm the only one that mm. remains. Right. And uh, so uh, I, I have seen that it is really connecting all these churches together. Amen. And uh, it helps them to, to work together and it helps them to understand that, uh, uh, you know, as God is using Pastor Sebanja, so mm. is the same God do, yes. doing the same thing to this side. Yes. And uh, again, it is really, uh, I've seen the fellowship. And uh, again, the second thing I have, uh, uh, I've seen the, the benefit of this ministry is that uh, it helps in teaching. Mm. And uh, a lot of, uh, as you mentioned, a lot of our churches and uh, the village churches are, are not mentored. Mm-hmm. And so the the men they have a desire to serve, but then they don't have uh, the much of the knowledge mm. uh, that is needed to 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 go along with that. And so it has helped them to 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 to, to mentor them uh, as far as the word is concerned to mm. to 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 come to that maturity, uh, so that they can serve and so that they can answer the questions of their people, right. and uh, so that they can help their people as far as teaching also is concerned. So uh, I have seen it that way. It is mm. really so uh, helpful uh, to our uh, locals, leaders, and. Uh, as well as our uh, churches to unify them uh, all together so that they can work together mm. towards a, a common goal of mm. reaching our country with the gospel. Amen. Amen. I remember um, five years ago when we started this ministry, it was just myself and uh, Brother Chiza Joven, and uh, we uh, came together. I remember sitting down with Brother Chiza and uh, sharing my heart with him. And uh, at that time, he was uh, single. He was not married. And uh, and he was willing to uh, join myself. Uh, I had no idea that V-Man would expand to what it is today. And uh, But uh, five years ago, it was just him and me. And uh, so Brother Cheese and I have been through quite a bit together and uh, through the years. And uh, he's traveled with us to all the different uh, uh, meetings and all the different churches and all the different training uh, opportunities that we have. And he's always been there to translate for me and uh, just done a, a great job in that, pitching in wherever he can help out. And uh, so, Brother Chiza, I give you that same question. Um, how do you see VMAM helping the churches and, uh, and helping Uganda in general as far as uh, what, what our goals are and what we're trying to accomplish with this ministry? Yeah, thank you, Pastor. Um, uh, I really thank God that I've been here. Uh, uh, first of all, I thank, him, I thank him because he saved my life. And uh, on top of that, he, he was able to uh, put me in the ministry. Mm. So I took an opportunity that. So I thank God um, because this ministry here, uh, from day one, 
uh, as Pastor Keith, we have said so, uh, we, uh, we were able to work together in this ministry. And uh, yet, when the ministry begins, sometimes there are some uh, things that he has to go through, some challenges, you know, uh, being the first time to start the ministry, something like that. But God was faithful with us, and we were able to uh, go and push on, uh, pushing on slowly as we go. And uh, uh, now we can uh, cannot tell you how many things for sure this ministry has been an impact to uh, those churches outside mm-hmm. there, because each day everything comes and comes and comes and comes. Uh, I will just say about uh, uh, the side of uh, evangelism, uh, for sure, um, evangelism has been so uh, vital and so has been so impacted in these mm-hmm. ministries. Uh, because uh, by, by, by the first time when we began this ministry, uh, we could go and emphasize the importance of evangelizing the word of God outside the places uh, where they live in. And so basically we could come and also uh, start preaching the word of God in different places with them. Uh, Each church has different places where different days when they Mm. do evangelism. So we could come and uh, be with them and preach the word of God. Uh, By God's grace, the outcomes are seen. People are getting saved. Mm. And uh, we're able to, uh, what I've seen also, this ministry has uh, emphasized people to follow along. Mm. Those people have got saved. And so uh, with time, then we come, if we come back in that place, so we see that the people who got saved by the time we're together with them, mm. uh, we are seeing have been discipled, have been taught. Um, so some of them are church members. Mm. So which shows that the church is really growing and uh, a lot of things has been done. Mm. And uh, also uh, doctrine, it has been part of some places uh, where like we go in some places outside, uh, people are like, People are there. Mm. They don't know about the word of God. Mm. Yes, they have a zeal. They want to preach the word of God. Yes, they are. some of them have been established outside there. Mm. But when we go there, they find out for sure uh, we, we are not on the right track. Mm. Uh, we, we are straight. We don't take the word of God as, as the word of God is supposed to be. Mm. And so uh, this ministry has really uh, encouraged uh, those places outside there, uh, reaching those people with a doctrine, mm. a solid word of God, and uh uh, praise God that some places, some people have been uh, flexible enough mm. so that they can change from uh, their so-called Christianity, so-called religion, whatever and whatever, uh, to focus on the Word of God and have been taught through the Word of God. And uh, this, 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 basically, this basically has been really a great impact in them. Mm. Uh, the churches in the, uh, the, their side of, uh, is it Northeast? Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere there in Kalilo, so doctrine has been really impacted. Uh, discipleship has been also emphasized. Yeah, we, are seeing, we are seeing our churches are being uh, motivated to disciple people. Uh, so some things like that. So, uh, and again, uh, which I can't even leave uh, last here, uh, I, I also thank God uh, the, the coordination uh, that we have uh, in these places because uh, we are able to go in those places and uh, come back. And then uh, with the church in Masaka, so we've been able to uh, to work along with them and uh, talk to them about the testimony which is going on in those churches, uh, coming with the prayer requests which they want to be prayed for, uh, the, the things that they want to accomplish in their lives or the God has, they want God to provide for them. And then we put them in prayer, we pray about it, mm. and we see how God can provide in those places like that. Because 
most of the people in the church they are the church but we like the forward of them mm-hmm. so we know what's happening outside there we mm-hmm. come back and uh, give them a report something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so it also motivates to people like that amen mm-hmm. amen now i think it's very interesting i did not uh give these guys any type of script or anything to to say when i asked that question um but it's it's interesting how all of them pretty much encompassed uh, what this ministry is all about. Um, it's about teaching. It's about fellowship. It's about evangelism. Uh, it's about being out there and mentoring and assisting these churches where we can. Right now, uh, our ministry is working with uh, about 32 different uh, independent Baptist churches here and uh, the leadership in those churches. And uh, so if you would really, really, really pray for our team. Uh, we stay busy. We stay on the road. Usually we're in a different church uh, most every week. And uh, and so uh, pray for safety on the roads, pray for our vehicles to run well. And uh, I remember when Brother Cheese and I first started and uh, going up into the Calido area, and uh, we were both of us on the back of a motorcycle of a pastor who <laughs> drove like a demon. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, several times our lives were uh, in his hands and uh, how many motorcycle accidents did we have while we were up there? At least two of them. And uh, one time we ended up in a swamp. One time we ended up in a ditch. And But, but anyway, so pray for our safety and uh, pray for uh, the vehicles. Pray for the provision. Uh, it's expensive. Uh, traveling like we do, uh, doing all of the, uh, putting the fuel in the vehicles as well as uh, getting food and, and supplies and all of that that is needed to uh, be able to take care wherever we go. We try not to be a burden to the churches, and so we try to bring our own food and and uh, the supplies and everything that we need to try to help these churches out. And so pray for the VMAM team, V-M-A-M, and that stands for Village Mentorship and Assistance Ministry. And uh, and so if you just put that on your prayer list, that would be a great blessing. And uh, every Friday when we do this podcast, I typically bring you up to date as to what is happening uh, in the VMAM ministry. Now, Pastor Sabanja, before we go, I want to ask you to share one more thing with us. Uh, we have many people that listen to this podcast. And, uh, and I know that uh, there are many burdens on your heart. I already mentioned to our listeners about uh, the need that you have of a new motorcycle. But if there were two uh, specific, and I know you could probably list 10 or 20, but if there were two special prayer requests that you would want our listeners to join with you in prayer about, uh, what would those two prayer requests be? the ministry of starting out churches so in this church as i told as i as i said before that we we begin uh, we work the ministry uh, outside there uh, from our members from the church from the local church 
And sometimes if I go outside there in the ministry, I go with uh, the maximum of uh, eight people. Mm-hmm. So we join together the efforts so that we work together. Because in those people which have gone with uh, from from that ministry, from those people, they uh, bring men outside uh, to start another church. Mm-hmm. So uh, my request was like, if uh, I can get uh, a means or that can help me as as a group of eight people, so that we can go together. So with the motorcycle, it helps me uh, going from uh, church to the church as personally as I go to, to the disciple. So, mm. uh, but we, if I'm going outside to uh, to uh, to evangelize or to uh, to, uh, to to be with uh, uh, to go outside in the church or the ministry, uh, so we, I need uh, to go with uh, the people outside uh, in the church uh, so that we. I always sometimes rent uh, a motor, uh, I rent a car so that we can go out. Mm. And so it's a good idea that if we had our own vehicle, it mm. can help us to uh, put fuel in instead of renting so that mm. we can go outside there mm. and as a group. So the, uh, the most, uh, most uh, prayer request that I have here so that if we can get a vehicle, we can help us in a group. Mm. And then secondly, I ask God family, uh, so that he can continue to provide for my family because mm-hmm. I have children that are studying. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I have to go out in the ministry and do God's work. Mm-hmm. And also even outside where we go to start uh, ministries, so, uh, we also see some family members who have also children to go to school. Mm. So the second request would be that God can continue to provide uh, in our lives and families. Amen. Amen. Mm. And, I, and I know that you will do that. Uh, I know that many of you listening to my voice uh, through this podcast, uh, you have a regular prayer life and and uh, you pray for these different ministries. And so if you would uh, just join Pastor Henry uh, in those prayer requests, praying that God would provide them the transport means that they need, not only to get him a motorcycle for his personal work, getting out to the villages and training these men, uh, but also uh, a, a bigger vehicle uh, to be able to transport people in the church as uh, as they go out and minister uh, to these different churches and ministries as well. Uh, in addition to that, praying for his family, he does have a, a large family, has eight children, and uh, one of those is uh, Brother Chiza, who is my translator. Brother Chiza is his oldest son. And uh, then uh, his second son is uh, in Bible college right now. Uh, then he's got six other children. Many of them are in school or trying to finish up school as well. And uh, so if you would pray for Pastor Sabaja, that would be a tremendous, tremendous blessing. 
Well, it has been a great time, and uh, this podcast has gone a little bit longer than normal, And uh, but I appreciate your patience, and, and I really, really wanted you to be able to meet uh, Pastor Sabanja and, uh, again, uh, meet some of our team members uh, here in the VMAM ministry. And uh, so it's been a great time, and uh, thank you so much for uh, sticking with this podcast. And, uh, and again, I hope and pray uh, that you will pray about what God would have you to do, if nothing else but pray. Uh, Pastor Sabanja can surely use your prayers. But if you can get involved in a financial way and uh, maybe be able to be a part of his ministry, helping him uh, reach the people here in Luengo District with the gospel of Jesus Christ, that would be an investment well made. And, uh, and I really, really believe that this man is a man that you can invest in knowing that he is going to always abound in the work of the Lord. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I am so glad for that. I am so glad that the work that we do here on this earth for the Lord Jesus Christ is not in vain. Well, don't forget, if you have not done so already, let me encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. And uh, every Friday, we come up with a new podcast and uh, to try to encourage you to abound in the work of the Lord, as well as bring you up to date as to what's happening here in Uganda through our ministries here, and uh, so that you know better how to pray for us. Us. And uh, if you can, uh, when you are subscribing or as you're listening, uh, be sure to leave some comments and uh, leave us a good rating uh, there on the podcast as well at uh, somehow... I don't know, understand how it all works, but somehow it uh, brings more and more people in uh, contact with this podcast uh, by you doing that. And uh, that would be a great, great blessing. Thank you so much. And uh, again, we have been here in Embedizi. The audio is not normally uh, like this because uh, normally I'm in my office in a controlled environment, but this time we are out in the village. And uh, so I hope that you'll forgive me for that, but I hope that it's been a help and a blessing to you. And uh, so that you can see a little bit about what we are doing here in Uganda, serving with national pastors, helping national pastors start churches, and mentoring those people that are in those churches. Well, God bless you so much. Have a wonderful day in the Lord. We want to thank you for listening today. We trust that this podcast was an encouragement to you to always abound in the work of the Lord. For more information about your host or simply contact us, visit kstensisfamily.com.